what's up y'all it's your girl miracle sims and i'm getting ready to tell you all the easiest way to make your own podcast and that's with anchor by spotify friends listen all you got to do is either download the anchor app or go to anchor.fm and they have everything you need in one place you can record edit and they'll even distribute it and the best thing about it is that it's absolutely free so if you're ready to start your new journey today then go ahead and download the app or go to the website anchor.fm just like yours truly It's your girl Miracle Sims and you are listening to God, Sex, and Love, your daily dose of inspiration, the juice. It is September the 15th, 2020, and today I want to talk about what you won't do. Uh, I guess first before I get into it, y'all, I guess, you know, again, let me just apologize for my uh, my mistake yesterday saying the wrong date. So today is truly, truly uh, my anniversary Eve, <laughs> but anywho, um, now let's get into this right here because I feel like it's good and I feel like it might take a few minutes, so let me go on and get into it. <laughs> so, what you won't do now, friends, I ain't trying to get y'all to go listen to Bobby Cadwell right now, you know, or Caldwell, having one said. <laughs> Um, you know, not that it's a bad song, whatever, but I'm just saying, I mean, I guess I just was inspired by the title, but, um, basically this, this topic led me to take a deeper look into Jonah. So I'm looking at the entire thing, y'all. Um, that's why I feel like it's kind of, kind of take a few minutes, but I mean, you know me, man. I'm trying not to, you know, be long your time. Uh, so let's get on into it. So, as you guys may be familiar with the whole, you know, story of Jonah, the whole, you know, situation, you know, whether you feel like it's Jonah in the well, Jonah in the big fish, however you want to say it, right? Well, let's take a closer, closer, deeper look, right? So, Jonah 1, 1 through 4, I'm just going to paraphrase this a bit. Pretty much the whole thing was... God told Jonah to go to Nineveh. <laughs> of course, I had to sneeze right now. But anyway, okay, so God told Jonah to go to Nineveh, all right? And um, basically, here's the verse right here. It says, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and cry against it, for their wickedness is come up before me. But Jonah rose to flee unto Tarshish. So, just a little research on this and a little side note to, to kind of put things in perspective so um again you guys can go deeper and read that entire thing yourself uh to, to get all the information about those verses but um here's the side note right here so basically just a little research i found that nineveh is in uh what they I guess now, what is now Mosul, Iraq, and then Tarshish is an ancient city found in southern Spain, uh, which is presently called Seville. So if you look at that on a map, or if you look at that, if you just kind of look up Jonah's journey or something like that, because that's what I saw, you'll see that this is in the opposite direct, like the total opposite direction. There's a whole sea and everything between the place where Jonah was supposed to go and the place that he actually 
was on his way to go. So that's one thing that's um, quite interesting and um, uh, yeah, yeah, quite interesting to me this morning as I was reading. So check this out right here. You guys can go deeper on uh, Jonah 1, 9 through 17. But uh, in verse 6 and 16, it says, Then the men feared the Lord exceedingly and offered a sacrifice unto the Lord and made vows. Okay, so check it. I didn't tell y'all what happened, but I mean, you guys may know what happened on the boat. There was a storm that came, you know, where everybody started calling out to their gods. I think they said John was sleeping, if I'm not mistaken. And then they wake, they wake him up like, hey, cry out to your God. Like, you know, something's going on, X, Y, and Z. And then, um, you know, basically Jonah knew that he was the cause and everything like that. And so he just was like, hey, you know, throw me overboard, X, Y, and Z. They didn't want to do that. Like, the people didn't want to do that. They, they kept trying to get there to their destination, but it just kept getting worse and worse for them. So then they, they just decided to go ahead and do it, throw him overboard. Uh, and then, like, pretty much as soon as they threw him overboard, the sea, everything went calm. And that was, like, proof to them, to those people. Now, for me, verse 16 stood out, what I just read to you all about the men fearing. It said, the men feared the Lord exceedingly and offered a sacrifice unto the Lord and made vows. Now, let, let's, let, let's take a look at this situation, right? Jonah is off track, right? God asked Jonah to do something. He went and tried to do the opposite thing. He was off track on what he was supposed to be doing. Check it. However, him being off track, Okay, not only, yeah, I mean, well, we all know the story, so we know that he's gonna end up doing what he was supposed to do anyway, right? One, but him being off track led to these people getting the information and getting saved too, and and, and sacrificing to God and making vows. So who's the same? Not now. I, I I guess for me, I'm just thinking deep about this whole situation because I'm looking at it like, all right. If, if Jonah was on track, then these people probably wouldn't have got this message when they got it. One. Um, two. So who's to say that Jonah was really off track the whole time? Now, he looked to be off track. But, technically, <laughs> not only did he, you know, help save Nineveh, which I'm, I mean, spoiler alert, that's what happens. But he saved these people, too. I don't know. That might be deep for y'all to think about this morning. But uh, for me, I was like, wow, that's good right there. That's some good information. I was like, wow, that, that's good. That's good. That's good. Let me keep going for it. Um, so in Jonah 2, he spends like majority of that. He's crying out to God, you know, pretty much repenting for what he did, X, Y, and Z. Um, 9 and 10 says uh, something along these lines like this. It says, but I will sacrifice unto thee. With the voice of thanksgiving, I will pay that which I have vowed. Salvation is of the Lord. And the Lord spoke unto the fish, and it vomited out Jonah upon the dry land. So, I mean, you know, again, you know, Jonah knew his wrongs. Jonah knew where he was wrong and where he needed to repent, everything like that. And so that's what he did pretty much throughout Jonah 2. So let's go to Jonah 3, y'all. Um, verse 4 in Jonah 3 says something along these lines. It goes, and Jonah began to enter into the city a day's journey, and he cried and said, Yet forty days, and Nineveh, Nineveh shall be overthrown. So the people of Nineveh believed God and proclaimed 
a fast and put on sackcloth from the greatest to the least. And um, so including that, the, you know, even the king made a decree as well for the whole, um, I guess you want to say city or whatever case it is. So let, let's, let's, let's take a look at that. Let, let's think about that real quick. Okay. So Jonah gets back on track, right, of what he was supposed to be doing. And he went to go, he went and did the thing. And the people repented. Now, I don't know about y'all. Any other Bible readers with me <laughs> this morning? Now, let, let's keep it real. This is probably one of the few times that a prophet was sent and the people actually repented. You know what I mean? Like, let's come on now. Yeah. Y'all know. <laughs> a lot of the times, the prophets would go and speak to the people and tell them, like, literally be like, look, this is going to happen like this right here. And they still don't repent. Y'all know, I've read that several times throughout the Bible. So this is probably one of the few times that people actually did repent. You know what I mean? And from the greatest to the least, they said, the king too, which is, a, you know, a pretty big thing. I mean, during that time, I mean, you know, a lot of the kings and stuff, would, y'all know about Pharaoh, y'all know about all these different other, you know, accounts. So, like, the king too, you know what I mean? Was like, so they took the word of God and they took, you know, Jonah and his message just that seriously. And guess what it did, y'all? Check this here. Let's keep going. Uh, basically, here is, uh, you gonna, if you keep reading Jonah 3, you're going to see that God saw their works, that they turned from their evil way, and God repented of the evil that he has said that he would do unto them. And he did it not. Saved themselves. You know what I'm saying? Like, heard the word of God, heard the prophet of God, repented and ultimately saved themselves by doing so now i mean listen <laughs> i don't know if that's good for y'all this morning but i mean that's i mean it's a pretty good example to me um okay yes of course of jonah being in you know doing what he was supposed to be doing okay but then also the people receiving the information and doing what they were supposed to do which allowed god to change his mind and, and repent and be like you know what i'm gonna do something different now because you accepted my words and you you know whatever whatever you know what i mean like which god don't have to do you know what i'm saying first of all but he did which is why prophets and stuff were sent now again this may be deep right now but i feel like i done heard a lot of prophets prophesying about america you know what I mean? If y'all ain't heard no prophecies lately, again, go check out Marcus Rogers. Go check out David Lynn. Go check out some Bible-believing people that are talking right now. You know, the things that they're saying, you know, I mean, I guess if you ain't, well, well if you're not a Bible-believer, then I guess you're not concerned at all. For those that are Bible-believers, then you might be slightly concerned, but at the same time, you're probably like, well, not to be like things are going to happen, so you should just let them happen, but... You know, at the same time, things don't have to happen. As you guys can see here in the Word of God, like, things didn't have to happen in 40 days. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now, Jonah went and told them, look, 40 days, you know, it's about to go down. You know, y'all, you know, what you won't do, you know, whatever, whatever. No, I just, I just threw the title in there. <laughs> but, yeah, basically just saying to the people that, hey, in 40 days, this is going to happen, basically, if you guys don't repent. The people repented, and then that that paused that situation for them they didn't have to go through that in no 40 days now who's to say that the same type of thing can't happen with us here 
But, I mean, I mean, like, I don't know. I done heard the prices, so, I mean, you know, it, I just say it ain't looking good for us. But who knows? I mean, <laughs> who's to say? You know what I mean? The man of God can, can you know, or God through, through the men can, you know, let us know that, hey, this thing is happening. We can turn our way. We can come back to God. We can repent. We can do these things. And maybe God will, you know, spare us a bit. But, hey, that's just, I mean, hey, I don't know. But I'm just telling you guys what happened in the Bible, and you know, it could clearly happen today too. But that's just something to think about. Anyway, let's keep going. So then we get to Jonah 4. And um, now this right here. <laughs> like, oh, so this right here for me, before I even get into Jonah 4, is just just a clear example of like just let's just be thankful that God is not like man. Like, can we just take a moment to be thankful for that? This right here is probably a clear, clear example of where we are as humans. Check this, y'all. Jonah 4. And I'm just going to read this here, right? Jonah 4 and 2 says, And he prayed unto the Lord and said, I pray thee, O Lord, was not this my saying when I was yet in my country? Therefore, I fled before unto Tarshish. For I knew that thou art gracious, uh, thou, thou art a gracious God and merciful, slow to anger, and of great kindness and repentance thee of the evil. If y'all don't understand what's happening here, basically, Jonah is mad that God decided to spare these people. Can we let that marinate this morning? <laughs> Jonah is mad that God decided to spare these people. How much how are we how much more are we like that today, y'all? Let's keep it real. Like, so why you mad, Jonah? You know what I'm saying? It, I, we all need grace and mercy. And you mad? Cause God spared somebody else. You know, and oh, I didn't want to do this, God, because I knew you was gonna not, you know destroy that city what you know what I'm saying like how would you even how could you even fix your mouth to be how can you how could your mind even think like that and then how could you fix your mouth to come to God and be like man I'm mad because you spared this city really (laughs) that's how we are as humanity like that's like we're gonna keep going on this part right here but check this right let's show you guys how deep it was he even goes to say Better for me to die than to live. Cause God spared this city. Can we can, can y'all are y'all marinating on are y'all hearing this this morning? So this man is mad that a whole city was saved. <laughs> and said, oh, it's better for me to just die, cause you you out here saving cities <laughs> and people, sparing people they lives. So who are you to judge these people, first of all? You know what I mean? Like, who are you, Jonah, to feel like, oh, man, these people don't deserve no grace and mercy? What? (laughs) Y'all better, I don't know. Y'all let that marinate this morning. Then verse 10, basically, it says here, then the Lord, uh, excuse me, then said the Lord, thou hast had pity. Oh, yeah, I didn't tell y'all. So basically after that, sorry, he wants to, he goes to like like this hill, I think, and then goes to watch the city and see how it goes for the city, right? And God allows a plant 
which they call a gourd it's like this plant and it, it is casting a shadow over him and he he's you know appreciative of the plant because it's giving him a little shade you know and but then um pretty much in the next verse god takes away the plant and then, and then jonah gets upset and then that's when this verse here comes and then, then the lord goes thou has had pity on the gourd for which thou hast not labored, neither madest it grow, which came up in a night and uh, oh, excuse me, perished <laughs> in the night. And then he goes, Should I not spare Nineveh, that great city where, wherein are more than six score thousand persons? that cannot discern between their right hand and their left hand and also much cattle. He asked Jonah this, right? I feel like this should just, this is just like a clear perspective of like how like God's perspective is just probably just way beyond ours, y'all. Because here Jonah is judging these people being like, they they don't, they don't need your grace and mercy, God. Like that's why I don't want to go talk to them anyway. And then God allows a plant to cover Jonah's head from the heat and then when that plant dies Jonah's upset about the plant the plant <laughs> y'all I even looked this up right here now y'all can do the math yourselves and look it up and see if I'm giving you guys accurate information but my little research found that six score thousand is a hundred and twenty thousand people a hundred and twenty thousand people can we let that marinate this morning, y'all? Jonah was mad that 120,000 people were saved, but you got upset about a plant? I don't know. I'll be thinking of it like that too. When I, uh, nothing against the you know animal rights and all the movements and stuff like that, but people be you know for me, I'm like I feel like people are more concerned about animals than they are humans. <laughs> Um, sometimes now, that's just now, I ain't trying to get too deep on that I ain't trying to get nobody mad if y'all with Peter and all this stuff I'm, I'm just saying like let, let's put it into perspective y'all like why does human like why do we not value human life like why why well we're all humans like <laughs> I mean Jonah's mad about the plant but not the fact that and, and mad that people got saved I don't know. That's just something to marinate on this morning, y'all. That is just a closer look at Jonah. And, um, you know, I guess for me, the whole idea of what you won't do, it's just like, well, you know, let, there's a lot of things to marinate about about the subject, y'all. But, I mean, I guess for me, some of the, the key points is like, well, one, with God's will is going to happen regardless. If you, you know, decide to try to run or whatever the case is, Whatever God wants to do uh, is going to happen regardless. Uh, now, I guess, how can I say Lord? Because I don't want to say the wrong information. I guess my my other, my, my side thought, what I was thinking as I said, that was like, well, what, what about the people that actively deny God and things like that? And what that God's will? I mean... Mm, no, I wouldn't say that that was God's will, but that's just me right now. You know, y'all got probably got to do more research on that. I wouldn't say that it's God's will for people to continue to deny him. You know, I don't think that that's God's will, but I think that uh, 
he already knows about it. You know, and he knows whether you're going to do that or not. And it would behoove us not to, you know, to do that. But, I mean, we all have that free will as well. I mean, I guess Jonah could have kept on running. I'm sure he would have found another way to, to got that, get that message to the people. But, um, you know, I don't know. That might be too deep to think about this more. So, I won't keep going into that. But I'm just saying, that's, uh, that's one thing, uh, that stood out to me this morning with this message the other thing is even when you off track you can still be on track that right there because <laughs> Jonah being off, off track saved those people on the boat too in regards to you know exposing them to the true and living God you know according to the Bible you know so that's another thing too then this whole idea of humanity like can we start to understand that everybody needs grace and mercy like it's not just for you like yes okay you're unique yes you know you are beautifully and wonderfully made you know and it, I feel like yes God cares about each and every one of us individually but at the end of the day you know like it like we need to sometimes change our perspective on situations because at the end of the day it's like it's if one Jonah helped over 120,000 people. Let's just, I mean, <laughs> I don't know what you guys are feeling today, but I mean, you know, I feel like we could just marinate on all of that this morning. And um, yeah, but check this out, y'all. Here's the Bible verse of the day. Mm-hmm. Philippians 2 and 13, for it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Something else to marinate on, y'all. I mean, hey, y'all, I mean, I guess in a lot of ways, don't be like Jonah. <laughs> but it, uh, in some ways, understand that if you actually stay in the will of God and if you actually, you know, because I mean the, the, the one thing that he did do was repent he did come back to God now he did have some some crazy thoughts after he did that but he came back to God got back on track and did what God asked him to do which ultimately saved a lot of people um you know but uh yeah y'all that's just something to think about this morning I knew it was going to be a, a, a bit of a longer juice so thank you all for listening I hope you guys enjoyed this juice this morning because I know I did <laughs> uh, but anyway but yeah y'all um, again thank you so much for listening to God, Sex and Love your daily dose of inspiration the juice I pray you guys can go forth and have a wonderful day and I look forward to talking to you all tomorrow on my anniversary <laughs> if the Lord's will bye bye